You can start whenever. Wesley, yes. you didn't tell me you were having guys over today. Well, Sorry. we were supposed to record a podcast. I should have warned you. <laughs> walking there's men in your apartment. The cat, because she They're usually outside to... your apartment, like wandering around, like Channing Tatum, you but they're in the apartment now. my address. <laughs> <laughs> did I give these guys your address? No. I thought you did. No. Who are these guys in your house? I don't know. You literally gave us, like, the key code to get into your apartment complex. It was super weird getting in, because, like, I typed it in, like, beep, boop, boop, boop. And then there was just a ringing, and we were sitting there for, like, 30 seconds. It has to call my phone so I can let you in. Uh, So I could have been like, hi, how are you guys? And creepily talk to you. It's super futuristic (laughs) that it gives her a call. And she pushes a button, and then the gate opens. Yeah. <laughs> like, the strange thing is, I woke from, woke up from cryo sleep and knew the passcode, <laughs> but it was not explained in my past. <laughs> and then it opens with a wing door. Well, it kind of does. God, it was so weird. Oh my gosh! So this week we have guests from the podcast "Sucks to Suck." We have Jeff and Ethan. Hey. And I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing Party. You guys dun, dun. <laughs> I was like, oh, we didn't tell you to say it with us, you guys. <laughs> we just assume everyone knows. <laughs> like, should just say the name of our podcast. I Viewing Party. Oh. <laughs> oh. I just wanted to do a musical sting. I actually tried to write a musical sting for it, because every time I hear you guys say... Viewing party in that really cutesy voice, like I hear the Parks and Rec theme. <gasps> oh yeah. And so I tried to like do a thing on the my roommate's keyboard, forgetting that like I can I can music things together, <laughs> but like I don't have the like coordination to actually pull it off. Oh. All he had all he had was the Casio disc that had the fart sounds on it. Too, yeah. so. <laughs> Fart cast. <laughs> 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 the helicopter noises and fart sounds. We got a cool theme for you, Nick. The nice question mark fart. <laughs> well, if you can, you write music. I like write it because then we could have my brother plink it out. <laughs> no, uh, I have like a decent musical ear because I taught myself guitar, but oh. like. You fancy, huh? Yeah, like, I can, like, <laughs> decently play guitar, but I can kind of read music from playing trumpet in high school, but I never learned anything about music theory, and right. I've forgotten everything about it. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, brain, what sounds cool? And it's like, I don't know, this? And fingers are like, I might be able to figure that out. <laughs> and this is one of those, this was not one of the sometimes. It sounds like most of the things that I learned to do in cosmetology school was like, I need to cut that so it looks like that. Whoa, fingers, let's go. Let's figure this out. Go, go, <laughs> gadget fingers. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do, man. <laughs> and now I made a profession out of guesses work. <laughs> I um, paid $20,000 to guess stuff <laughs> and get it right. I think that's everyone's job. <laughs> so we just hope that it works Welcome out. Welcome to being an adult. <laughs> Faking it until you make it. Now the adult it. cast. Um, <laughs> how to start a career. How to learn a skill. Speaking Keep- of starting, let's start this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Ethan, what movie did we watch? I don't know. I, I zoned out halfway through. <laughs> it was fair. either Demolition Man or Judge Dredd, because they are very similar in several ways. <laughs> really are. But the splash screen at the front told me it was Demolition uh, Man. If I had to pick one, I would say it was Demolition Man. Okay. Yeah. Out of the two, 
I'd say number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does Judge Dredd have Cryo Sleep in it? Judge Dredd has a lot of things. It has touchscreen computers. It has Rob Schneider. Oh. It has Sylvester Stallone. It has cars with birdwing doors. <laughs> it's what? got kimonos. I don't know. I think wow. that birdwing doors are the future, but this is I like the most the ergonomic way to open a door. Yeah. Yeah. I think they put it in Back to the Future, and after that, it's like, well, that's. It was also in Dumb and Dumb. So. <laughs> so. I think it's because DeLorean was like the car of the future. It's like, well, Back this looks weird and is still a car, so. Technically, it's a vehicle. Well, they did. Conveyance? What did they call it? Yeah, conveyance, yeah. <laughs> the conveyance. Conveyance. I really like to think that when they first wrote this, they just wrote it normally and then went through it with a thesaurus. <laughs> I feel like they did. Like, what's a more technical term for everything that's going to make it sound really sanitized? They just they grabbed their Apple Newton and then, <laughs> and then they just highlighted all the adjectives. Yeah. Oh my god. So, somebody recap this movie because I was, you know playing with my necklace for part of it. <laughs> the year is 1996. The Hollywood sign is on fire for some reason because there's a terror attack happening literally miles away from this. Yeah. <laughs> Screw Hollywood. See? <laughs> like your New York 1940s accent. It's my favorite accent. <laughs> California 1996. I'm trying real hard to audition. We watched Brigadoon recently and it was also a New York movie actually taped in California in the 40s. <laughs> See? Um, right, so it's 96, things are on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Psychopathic criminal slash terrorist Simon Phoenix, a.k.a. Wesley Snipes with the most ball and high top fade you've ever seen. And uh, husky puppy eyes. And husky puppy eyes, yeah. <laughs> old dichromia McGillicuddy over there. Those good old blue he's, eyes. He's, hold, he's holding up the building full of hostages and Sly Stone, the loose cannon cop on the edge that only plays by his own rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paracord, yeah, Paracord drops in. <laughs> To save the day. And he dispatches, like, three goons, which, like, I don't know who they were, like, why they were working for Simon Phoenix, because, like, I don't know if he had a bunch of money or if he just, like, stole a bunch of stuff. I'm going to lean on stole stuff. But, like, who are these guys that are working with him? Like, oh, yeah, this guy who just stole a bunch of C4 and is, like, known for wanton destruction and not really caring about people. We'll hang out with him because he has high hazard pay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the hostages supposedly in the building were alive when uh, old Sly drops in, causes an explosion, blowing up the building after escaping with an unconscious Simon Phoenix over his back. Somehow the entire building catches on fire at once. It's a coordinated pyrotechnics. Yeah, and then falls directly in the middle, even though it's done with gasoline, and he's like holding a blowtorch directly over a puddle of gasoline. Which is not how gasoline ignites. No, it is definitely the fumes that catch on fire and not the actual liquid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I said, this wasn't made by chemists. Yeah. (laughs) This was was barely made by filmmakers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, So then they both, instead of going to prison, are entered into, like, this experimental prison system where they're cryogenically frozen for, what was it, 30 years? 40 years? There's One of them was yeah. in t- eternity. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Phoenix was there Phoenix for was eternity. Yeah. And um, Stallone was supposed to be 70 years. Yeah. And you'd be up for parole a little later on. My but. question is, if this was made in 93, they thought by 96 we'd have cryogenic freezing? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. 
I thought, wait, don't? I thought I read something about it. They're working on it. They're working real hard. I feel like science, the science building, is just like, we gotta learn how to freeze people. They keep making movies about it. We're way behind. Because that's how the march of technology <laughs> proceeds. Like, we really need to figure this we've out. Seen, we've seen this in Everyone's ready. <laughs> well, I work next door to a cryotherapy place, and when they first opened, I befriended the owner. I was like, I know what you guys are up to. I know this is like you your Mass and Cons Army, Sweeney Todd style. <laughs> you're waiting for like the lonely CrossFitters to come in here. The one who's like, I don't really have any friends now. I just do CrossFit. They're like, you're our guy. <laughs> what if they like freeze them and turn them into whey protein? <laughs> <laughs> Which is an actual food now that you can buy. It terrifies me. We're in the future. No. I'm like, you guys read. No, don't don't buy this. Why would you do that? Why would you name your company that? What is it if you say that name again? Soylent Green. We are not sponsored by Soylent Green. 100% not. But we could be. No, we won't. No? Okay. We won't accept that sponsorship. I don't want your. We don't want you here. I feel like the cryotherapy is like the silly putty of just like trying to make some kind of amazing technology and then just kind of shrugging your shoulders and saying, eh, good enough. (laughs) It's really cool. I've done it plenty of times and I really like it and it's great for healing your muscles and stuff. Or I have fibromyalgia and it's great, but at the same time I'm like, it's really hyped at the same time, everybody. I mean, it's like fancy. It's cool. Like it, it does what it... Mostly what it says it will do. I don't know. Tony Robbins is now promoting it. And I was like... Oh. That just immediately oh. makes you trust him less. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like Tony. I think he's a nice guy. Uh, I, I'm concerned about what he's promoting or not. <laughs> like, how much... Are you getting paid, Tony? <laughs> the thing is, we think cryogenic freezing is cool now. Imagine how cool they thought it was in 1993 when the film was being <laughs> we made. We could freeze people like Han Solo. Yeah. Giant popsicles, <laughs> creepily. <laughs> Because we have the storage facilities for like giant human popsicles, and like mm-hmm. it's totally cool, and we have the government budget for that, and all yeah. that. Yeah, just the amount of money that goes into doing absolutely nothing in this movie. <laughs> okay, so here's yes. my thing. Yes. With this movie and where I think here's it your hot from. take. Here's my hot take where I think it Jeff's comes hot from. take, everyone. Ideologically, so to continue with the plot, uh, they both thaw out in 2032. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, where basically everything is completely like that meme where it's like, this is the future the liberals want. (laughs) Where, like, everybody gets ticketed for cussing. There hasn't been a murder since 2010. Which, (laughs) lol! (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Cut to last week. There's 40 murders for no reason. Well, cut to yesterday in London. Uh, Oh, right, right. I forgot about that. Um... Los Angeles and San Andreas have become San Angeles, where weirdly nobody speaks Spanish for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, everything is just like no violence. Everybody gets along and completely sanitized. And it's just like this straw man argument against like <laughs> any kind of liberal ideology <laughs> where it's like weirdly blue lives matter and also anti-cops at the same time (laughs) yes which was really weird but like i don't know a lot of uh making fun of 
wasting money to do a bunch of stuff that you could just kind of Occam's razor your way through and then just like the future can't handle like any real problems and setting up this like bullshit straw man argument and then when it falls over it's like no surprise I don't know it's kind of weird um, this movie is at least in I guess inspired by Brave New World by Aldous Huxley I actually never I mean, her name is Huxley. Her name is Huxley. So somebody on the Amazon reviews mentioned that, and I was like, no way! <laughs> I wouldn't have made that connection immediately. Yeah. Doesn't Simon Phoenix yell, it's a brave new yeah. world? Yeah. Okay. Hey, look, he said the thing, guys! Oh, God. Not only said the name of the movie, <laughs> said the name of the inspiration for the movie. And reference Rainbow. While we were all at. Oh my god. So many references. One at one point, Wesley Snipes calls somebody Rambo and then it cuts to Sylvester Stallone. And what did what did what did Huxley like, have in her office? She had a uh, Lethal Weapon, a lethal weapon three. 3 poster. Yes. And a and like an oversized CD cover of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Was this before or after Mad Max came out? Because I don't know that time. After. After. Yeah, Mad Max was like 80s. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, it also was like three years, no, four years after the original Batman movie. Because the whole time when I was watching Wesley Snipes, I'm like, this, there's no way this is not inspired by Jack Nicholson's Joker. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that came out in like 89. I was like, okay, yeah. so this is that. Directly inspired by <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Wesley Snipes, have you ever watched a movie or a TV show you know, years after it was, like, released, and, like, say, like, the Harry Potter movies where you see Professor Snape and Alan Rickman's dead, you know, that, yeah. you like, you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, like, no, no if gone. only I knew, no, appreciate him in his time. I see this movie, and I look at Wesley Slipes, I'm like, no, save your money, claim it on your taxes! <laughs> <laughs> because no. um, so much could have pre- been prevented this way. Yeah. I mean, he's been in movies, the IRS is gonna see that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we know who you are. This is a vision tax return. <laughs> this is your W-2 right here. God. I wish I could make a movie and that would be like filling out my W-2. Like, like, look, I did work. Do you see? Any proof of employment? Um, well? Did you see Demolition Man? <laughs> I still need proof of employment, sir. God. I'm not sure anyone got paid for this. <laughs> you know, Jack Black didn't. No. Um, who else is in it? Um, Dennis Leary <laughs> has the like underworld boss who's like leader of the scraps. Yeah, leader of the scraps. Was it that you called him though? Uh, he <laughs> looks like a darkest timeline Carrie Elways. Carrie Elways from the Infinite Crisis line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where like in the good timeline he just ages like milk, but in yeah. this timeline he like stays sexy and weirdly turns into Dennis Leary. <laughs> This has permanent five o'clock shadow, but he leads like the underworld people that like this modern hyper liberal liberal society has forgotten about, and pretty much like ten minutes into like his actual screen time, you see why he gets the role because he goes on a very oh, fast talking, insulting everything rant. Oh, see? the words per minute off the chart. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear most of them. That's that's I why. Like. Grab all that of was his comedy from the 90s. I was like, are you yeah. rapping? What are you doing? 
Speaking of rapping, <laughs> oh, God. there's like the first fight scene between Simon Phoenix and the cops where it's introduced by like, uh, like somewhere between like a record scratch and then like a bop it. R- r- remix. <laughs> and you pointed out all of the punches were bop it. It was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right. These are all of our cool sound effects. It's like someone's kid was sitting in the sound studio with a bop it. They were like, that's the one, that's it, that's what we need. The Foley guy had was bringing kid to work day. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Jeremy? Have you seen Jeremy? I think I saw him in the sound booth. And he's just in the he's just in the sound the soundproof sound booth just with his bopping. (laughs) And then also putting in the same gunshot sound effect for every gun except the future gun. They had little like pistols and it was like boom 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 boom. And I was like, no. I've shot those and they don't make that sound. I can tell you that much right now. I'm yeah, looking up yeah. what boppets were. <laughs> oh, they were definitely around. This Bop it. Yeah. Invented. I'm good Google master. <laughs> Your search history is going to be all over the place today. Dude, the government is like probably all over my tail. Because they're like, this girl is clearly a criminal mastermind. She looked up Jeffrey Dahmer sentence. <laughs> And in the same hour. Like, oh, like, we've seen this before. Someone's watching Demolition Man. Oh, no. 1996. What? Was the original Boppet. So they put him in this movie what? and then thought, you know what this would be good for? Children. Children. Which well, would be it, the second thing Demolition Man inspired. Because yes. he told us a fun tidbit. Yeah, so fun. This is like my favorite graphic design fact of all time. <laughs> I love it so much. But, so, for this movie... It, there was a franchise war after the the earthquake. I don't remember what happened in the earthquake, but there was a franchise war and only one restaurant survived. And, and the San Andreas movie came out. That was the earthquake. Yeah. And now we have Demolition Man. So the only restaurant that survived is Taco Bell. And so every restaurant is Taco Bell, but they're like fancy high-end Taco Bells with like teeny tiny food and like linen napkins and the whole thing. I guess they didn't realize that in the future it's going to be like microbreweries and avocado <laughs> toast. <laughs> they were like, toast, that's and like coffee definitely Taco Bell. It's cafes that don't have signs, they just have pictures of a fox jackknifing into some snow. <laughs> like, oh, this is the fox in the snow cafe. They would love to be sponsored by the fox in the snow cafe. We could be sponsored by Taco Bell, Katie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we definitely... <laughs> but anyway, so they decided to make... In the 90s, if you were at a Taco Bell in the 90s, they had that, like, weird Adobe... Like, everything was brown and, brown and orange and, like, terrible. So they decided to make it futuristic and change the logo to purple and hot pink. Mm-hmm. And it went over so well that Taco Bell adopted it as their branding. <laughs> and right now, every Taco Bell has a purple and pink logo because of this movie. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Welcome to the after party, everyone. Taco Bell's got this cool pink and purple nonsense. Embrace the live mouse lifestyle. Oh, I'm not look speaking that up. Spanish. <laughs> they got rid of the little chihuahua and adopted this neon sign. They should just have a Demolition Man themed like ad campaign. I know. In 2017. Like, we're halfway they... there, everybody. 2032, we're, we're waiting there. for it. Do you think they, like, ran, like, Sly Stallone on their cups back then? <gasps> they had I to hope so. I certainly hope so. I hope somebody kept those as, like, a weird collector's I need item. to find those on like, the internet. One day, live the mill. <laughs> well, like, one of them has Sly and one of them has Wesley Snipes and you make a fight. Like, like, yeah. Like, 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 like,
Oh my gosh. Yeah, so this, uh, our themed snacks today are Taco Bell and the box ran away. It's fine. It's um, this is also brought to you by Amy's Donuts, uh, both in honor of International or National Donut Day. Not International. If it, okay. it is in my heart, it's International <laughs> Donut Day. If I was anywhere in the world, I would be eating donuts. I didn't get donuts that day because I didn't want to fight the donut crowds. I just fought the after-church donut ground today. (laughs) It was packed. I was like, oh, I didn't realize this was the Huna hot lunch spot for churchgoers. Mm -hmm. It was the donut job. The wafers don't do the trick. (laughs) (laughs) Almost as bad as Bob Evans. (laughs) Like, no. Um, But fun fact, so Amy's Donuts is a donut shop that is originally from Colorado, I think. And they randomly were like, let's open up another location in Columbus, Ohio. In a place that used to be a Taco Bell. That and Katie, it comes around. That Katie went to in high school. And I was like, oh, I gotta go get donuts from the old Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> this donut shop has a drive through It's the incredible. Best thing I've ever heard. So I got their movie-themed donuts. Yeah, tell us about them. Um, I got Over the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Was it good, that, Oh, it was really good. What is the rainbow candy? Uh, it was just... um. Like the sour strips, like the sucker yeah. punch sour strips. Oh, fun. Between some like uh, frosting clouds. And it was really good. Like the super sweet donut with the sour straw thing. Very nice. A plus. Mm-hmm. I had the Lord of the Pretzels donut. Because Lord of the Rings. Because that's <laughs> it. Because, because me. I was like, I'm going to have that. I don't care what it tastes like. <laughs> um, that's and a very a... forced pun. <laughs> Give it to me right now. I was like, this, I was like Fruit Loops would have made more sense, you guys. Put Cheerios on it, for God's sake. No, the but, honey Cheerios. <laughs> the honey Cheerios. They would have made more sense, but I don't work there. So. They made potato <laughs> Potato donuts. <laughs> Bread. It's pita bread. Like, don't worry about it. Um, I went to a Hobbit themed restaurant out in Maryland when I was thirteen, and I totally geeked out. Um, and then the, they had a Homer Simpson donut, which was better than I thought it would be because I was thinking donut. pink donut with uh, what was a donut pink frosting and sprinkles, and I was like, that has to be the most boring donut you could get. And it was great. It was all, delicious. All donuts are great. So mm. There were some mini M&M's because the 90s. <laughs> I, I just assume. I associate them with the 90s because I was small and so were M&M's. <laughs> it was a simpler <laughs> time. Did they like vials? Like, what was like, that about? They came in test tubes. <laughs> like, kids will love this. You can put your quarters in them. Yeah. And go down, walk on down to the grocery store. Yes. Yeah, you could. I know I could, Jeff, because I did. I Jeff. put my quarters in there for summer camp so oh, I could man. go to like the ice cream shop or whatever and be like, I'm going to get me a (laughs) 7-Up. And then a maple bacon because... Because. Because I was like, well, um, this is uh, something men like, right? (laughs) Hey, yo. We all like the same (laughs) thing. It was like, give me. (laughs) So, yep, donut tangent done. New subject, the movie. (laughs) Where were we in the plot? Um, probably... Um, they are reawoken early. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, uh, Simon yeah. Phoenix is reawoken early with surprise knowledge of the logistics of the prison and the future tech. And he knows how to hack and he all knows, this yeah. stuff. The compu kiosk. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. And he they begins like, his reign of terror. The future version of a phone booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which like, don't exist. A phone booth, like mashed into one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. Simon Phoenix begins his reign of terror, and what do you need to catch a crazy cryo-criminal? A net. Well, I mean... Who would wield that net, Jeff? <laughs> Quick question. So, much later in the movie... Oh, by the way, the answer is the Demolition Man. Himself. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he gets into a car crash later in the movie, and the car crash has this, like, impact gel that, like, holds him in place. <laughs> Why do they not have some kind of, like, restrain bombs where you just hit somebody with the foam and it freezes them in place? That would make too much sense. That would be very cool. How do you not have that? You clearly have the technology. You have the technology because they're not equipped for this kind of violence. It'd be a weird thing trying to, like, compromise the density of the foam with the compression that you needed in a gun. Like, they have, like, spray insulation. Have you ever seen that stuff You would basically just have May's freeze gun from Overwatch. You just run up and just tag him and just cover him. Why don't they just have these things? They have literally all the technology to do it, but they just don't. But they didn't, like, put those two together. They were never like, boy, these two things would make sense if they were both the same thing. Well, they, yeah. I mean, they, they live in a utopian society where there hasn't been a murder in 16 years and where but don't they, they the cops don't even like, know the code. They might run into traffic and they need to, like, corral them back. <laughs> Just fire like, like, oh, oh, No, Billy, no! <laughs> that Sharon, Sharon, have you seen Skyler? <laughs> He's going for the street. There's just a red ball bouncing into traffic and a little kid running after it, and then just like a net fires up from the ground and suspends him from the street. It's like, oh, Skyler, no. What did we talk about before? And then it becomes a sweet moment. Oh, well, send him to cryo freeze. <laughs> That's a cryo freeze. <laughs> Running into traffic, that's a cryo freeze. <laughs> Swearing in public, that's a cryo freeze. <laughs> Kissing your lady, that's a cryo freeze. Cryo, you better believe that's a cryo freeze. High five and after a Super Bowl, that's a cryo freeze. <laughs> Having a Super Bowl, cryo, cryo freeze. <laughs> Contact sports. Contact sports, it's a cryo yeah. freeze. Oh man. Um, what a world. <laughs> But yeah. So send a maniac to catch one. Yeah, send the maniac to catch a maniac. Um, but what they didn't anticipate was them teaming up and destroying. No, that didn't. <laughs> I would love to see that movie though. The, the Splinter film, the Splinter sequel. Yeah. Um, and then basically, it is Simon Phoenix having a free reign of this. One man's utopia is another man's dystopian society because nobody can stop him. And then... Running and chasing. The collusion. We learned the collusion with the kimono-clad governor, (laughs) I guess, of uh, San Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Who has brainwashed a frozen Simon Phoenix while he's in the pokey to uh, kill his political-slash-revolutionary rival, a.k.a. bearded Dennis Leary from the sewers. Yeah. Because he's like the closest thing to a revolutionary, even though it's just a bunch of people who want food. <laughs> flipping burgers in the sewer. Like, could we get some Taco Bell? <laughs> Why, <please? laughs> in 2032, a political revolutionary is just like, no, but we're really hungry. 
That's it. <laughs> like, I, that's it. That's pretty much it. Like, I... he went on this whole tangent about, like, I've seen the future, and it's just a guy sitting around not doing anything. <laughs> or you could come down here and starve. <laughs> I was like, all of those are your options. I guess I'd take the fun, dirty starving. <laughs> or conform to what you just, uh, society don't want. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of kimonos... <laughs> and that's the third time you started a sentence with that today. <laughs> oh, yes. The kimonos. The kimonos. So, in this future society, for whatever reason, everyone, except for police officers, wear kimonos. Okay. Or ponchos. Or, po- or see through ponchos at <laughs> yeah. sexy time. There's so There's many a, ponchos. A poncho in the for every occasion. <laughs> There's the clear ponchos in the cryo facility. There's just the random ponchos everybody's wearing while they're out and about like it's the handmaid's tail. Yeah. Yeah, there's like the nice, there, I'm going out to nice dinner poncho. But you wear it with a nice derby hat. Yeah, there's just, <laughs> yeah, there's just the sex poncho. <laughs> like a lot of the women's outfits, except for the like one sitting at the dinner table. Yeah, she was a... Whenever you see like a woman nice. out walking around, it looks straight up handmaid's tail, which was weird. Uh, it was weird. And not even as colorful, so no. it's like more depressing. The monochromatic boring handmaid's tail. That's just super depressing. But that Taco Bell logo was real bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, but, so here's my thing. They're like, fashion was like a bunch of kimonos and like inspired with oriental designs, which is like weird because it's like conflating it with being passive and like yeah. weak and yeah. all this shit. And then also, I mean, all of this stuff. It's fine. <laughs> one credit violation. <laughs> the verbal morality statute. <laughs> I'm just going to cuss up a storm and please just edit in. We already discussed it. We're like, we're just going to throw up and be like, mom, don't listen. <laughs> the mom, don't listen warning. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Oh, just for little old eyes. My mom figured out how to listen, so it's okay. Oh. <laughs> I do really love, so throughout the entire movie, whenever somebody swore, there's a little buzzer, and then it'll say that person's name has been fined one credit for, what was it? Violating the verbal morality statute. And like, it's like a like a thing that happens a lot, haha, in the beginning, but it keeps happening in the background throughout oh, the rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah. It was probably the only thing that was cohesive at all. <laughs> like, it kept getting quieter, but there's a part where they're in like the fancy Taco Bell, and Sly Stone's like, I don't give a shit. And then you're like, you have been following the wrong And I just love. And it's like, nobody cares. Like, you just keep oh, going. This guy. <laughs> My favorite was when he couldn't figure out how to use the seashells. So he just cursed a bunch of times so he got a whole stack of them. And <laughs> back to the bathroom. That's also like $20 worth of toilet paper. Yes. But he has no money or credits. Or toilet paper. <laughs> so what's a man to do? The seashells. I can't. Oh my god. Rob Schneider got himself a good old belly laugh from that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Rob Schneider loves himself some duty jokes in the future. Uh, And in the present. It's good to know that in the future, even when like everybody is too sanitized to make jokes or like have physical contact. Poop jokes yep. still <laughs> reign supreme. Forever. It really speaks to the fact that Sucks to Suck might be a podcast to last the ages. <laughs> the cockroaches of podcasting. The two constants. There is people will always fail and people will always find poop funny. 
what I can take solace in is that despite the futuristic police movie that Sly Stallone is in, Rob Schneider is not far to be found. <laughs> <laughs> He's still here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what I was going to say is like, I don't know, the Kimono's just, like, there is, I don't think any actual Asian people. No. Mm. At least not. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're in some weird No, Emma but, Stone uh, might have been in there, but. Yeah. <laughs> But like, <laughs> she might have been born at this time. Yeah. Well, there's there's that poop joke. Yeah. God. But I don't know. It was just weird for this like, I don't know, kind of just drawing on this thing from a different society that just kind of made them look passive and yeah. like. It's like that whole uh, ideal minority thing that like Asian yes. people have to deal with all the time, and then. Mm. Like I said earlier, despite the fact that the city is called San Angeles, like Saint Angel in Spanish, there is one character, no, two characters that speak Spanish. One is Simon Phoenix when he comes out of cryostasis and he's making fun of the warden by just repeating everything he says in Spanish. And two, the Spanish cook who lives under the city and cooks rat burgers. Right. And let's be fair, well, Sly understands yes, Spanish, yes. but his mangled mouth cannot repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but he hears it, he gets it. Yeah, the Spanish woman is basically like Chewbacca. He's just like, yeah, I know. Oh my god. Uh, Oh, that was... Groot the Hispanic murder flipping lady. That was way too true, you guys. She's just like, I am Groot. You're like, it's a rat burger? I am Groot. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Apparently rat burgers are pretty tasty, so... We could have made that today. We could (laughs) have. And then, like, Pam is listening to this and just crying. (laughs) A lot of people are probably like, no. We didn't eat, well, we ate Taco Bell. Did we eat a rat burger, you guys? First of all, we didn't have burgers, so. A rat taco. I had those naked chicken chips, though. I regret nothing, even if there were rats in those. Rats, the other other white (laughs) meat. Compressed into triangles. Yeah. Oh, man, speaking of those, those had the most pungent chicken finger <laughs> smell of all time. Right? Like, our whole car reeked of chicken nuggets the whole way here. And it overpowered all of the other Taco Bell smells. That's How impressive. strong does that smell have to be to overpower oh just the general Taco Bell smell? I'm glad I had my windows down on the way here so I couldn't smell my own naked now we were, chickens. We were, we were Dutch ovening the, <laughs> the naked chicken chips. We were just boxing chicken chips. boxing some chicken chips. Oh, no, keep your door closed. Keep all the jazz in here. <laughs> we're having a jazz chip. <laughs> It's about the cheese you don't dip it in. <laughs> oh, no. uh, and here's our bassist, the Demolition Man. <laughs> Demolition Man has sparked such interesting conversations today. <laughs> it's about the cheese you don't dip it in. Oh, uh, where are we in the plot? <laughs> uh, I think uh, we're at Taco Bell. They're at shooting least. it up. Yeah. yeah. Something about Taco Bell. Yeah. Um,. Fighting with the... Oh, yeah, you find out that uh, Simon Phoenix was resurrected by the guy who basically made society like this, and his goal is to, like, make the perfect society, which doesn't really make sense, because he's kind of 
already done that. Like, everybody attributes the way everything is to him already. Yeah. But, like, he wants to get rid of Dennis Leary's, like, weird... He wants to kill the poor people, essentially. Yes. Basically. Yeah, he wants to destroy the poor people. Yeah. Um... Who needs them? Mm-hmm. And their rat burgers and their Spanish <laughs> and their nineteen seventy seven Oldsmobiles. Yeah, in perfect is, condition. Like the muscle car is an Oldsmobile. <laughs> Sponsored by Oldsmobile. Well, <laughs> yes. The 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 modern car shop that they elevate into is an Oldsmobile. It's an which is weird that they were fixing an Oldsmobile directly below an Oldsmobile. Deli- the, yeah, I can't yeah. say all of this stuff. <laughs> Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. I can't wait till you hear last week's episode because there's a tongue twister in it just oh, for everybody. Beautiful. But I did the entire episode. She did it really well. It was impressive. <laughs> there's a red leather, yellow leather dealership. <laughs> <laughs> um... Seashells, three seashells. <laughs> in the bathroom stall. <laughs> Rob Schneider sells seashells. <laughs> By the San Angeles seashore. <laughs> With Sly Stallone. <laughs> Sly Stallone sleeps soundly by in a crowd. By Sandy B. <laughs> by Sandra Bullock. Okay, so. In Speed 3. Like, offshoot podcast, just tongue twisters. <laughs> We're just gonna make up. You just say everything in alliteration. <laughs> All podcast is alliteration. Good. Oh, I don't want it. Nope. nope. The alliterative alligators. I couldn't even say that. <laughs> Um, <sighs> yep, yeah, where? Man. Um, Boy, yeah, so Simon Phoenix convinces him to unfreeze a few of his cronies, which, like... Including Jeffrey oh, Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does that himself. <laughs> He's like, Jeff He finds him in the database. Just like, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. I like, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, there are a lot of people who are really open about that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you guys looked that up because you knew that he died, like, a month after he got I, put in jail. I thought he died way sooner, but apparently... And this movie just came out, like, literally in that sweet yeah. spot yes. between him going to jail and him getting killed yes. in jail. So he's still so Dahmer, in prison. Yes, Dahmer was, was arrested in 91 and killed in 94, but his trial took forever. So I believe he was, like... Killed in prison by another like group of inmates because they were like, no, <laughs> please no, we don't want this guy hard either. pass. <laughs> like, they're like, we can't cryo freeze that guy, <laughs> so we gotta just kill him. And so they killed him while he was in they prison. They don't put him on ice; they just ice right. him. But that was in '94, the year after this movie came out. So when this movie yeah. came out, like he was still like, like a dude in the news. Like yeah. I think his even though trial was, was still happening. <laughs> Technically, it was set two years later after he died. Right. Which is what was so confusing. We were like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I looked it all up. So um, we just assumed it was Jeffrey Dahmer and the popsicles. It's just my favorite murder of the podcast for everybody. (laughs) The final final showdown takes place at the cryogenic freezing facility, and there's... (laughs) And this is, like, right after he goes, Jeffrey Dahmer, I love that guy. And then, like, it pulls somebody up. And then the final fight happens around that. They're, like, falling over it and tripping over it. And we're just like, oh, no, Jeffrey! <laughs> Some ice cube of a man inside of this. We choose to believe it was Dahmer. <laughs> it really adds to the suspense of the final fight if it like, is Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, if he unfreezes, we're all good. <laughs> we thought Simon Phoenix was bad. Oh, He's going to seduce yeah. us into our apartment and just cut our heads and eat them. <laughs> 
apparently a really nice person outside of that. Yeah. <laughs> except for the murder. Except for except he's got this <laughs> one thing. Just this one character flaw, you guys. Give him a break. Mom, Dad, I met the perfect guy. <laughs> but there's just one thing, record scratch. <laughs> he kills him. people. <laughs> 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 <In> that order. <laughs> Take it, my You have been fine. One credit. <laughs> also, 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 I was playing in a big old Taco Bell poop team throughout the whole movie. The second Taco Bell poop, Liv Moss. <laughs> I, was, I was holding in the Liv Moss lifestyle in my gut. The second the credits hit, I go to Wesley's bathroom and she had set up three decorative shells on the back of her toilet just for me. <laughs> I didn't notice at all. I knew you wouldn't get the reference. I just, I'm like, this is Wesley's bathroom. This is what it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bathroom theme song. This is Wesley's bathroom. A pooping in a colorful room. Taco Bell. You're going to poop weird tonight. On a side note, those shells are now in the trash can. Do not open the trash can. By the way, I found that meme I was thinking about earlier, where it's from Ink Master, and who's the guy that hosts that? Wait, was Dave it? Navarro? Is it uh, the guy from I Netflix? thought it used to be Pete Wentz, or was that a different tattoo shop? Uh, no six idea. in one hand, half a dozen in the other. <laughs> Does it matter? You could also include Chris Angel on that list. Yeah. No, he's like a guy. <laughs> oh, you found a meme? This is the part of the podcast where we meme search. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we actually, we kind of do that every episode. Last like, week, we looked up Robert Downey Jr.'s Twitter photo. So. <laughs> yeah, it is Dave Navarro. Nailed it. Got it in one. Got it in one. So it's Dave Navarro in, like, these oversized sunglasses and, like, a cowboy sun hat. <laughs> and it says, Taco Bell is a brand that believes in living moss. And then it cuts to one of the contestants. You are all examples of the Liv Moss mentality. (laughs) (laughs) Which has really just been us and Demolition Man this entire day. The Liv Moss mentality. Have you heard? Because we're just sponsoring Taco Bell now. Because they need our endorsement. Like the fancy new cantinas they're opening. Ooh, Apparently, they were. So it begins. I want a munch. Easy, we can't bite that flavor. Yeah, I, so I don't want a munch. They put them in a couple select cities and they considered Columbus. Why? But didn't oh, bring them here. My, sis, my sister sent me this article because she's like, Wesley, they have a whole wall of slushies and half of them are alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, that sounds awesome. Well, you guys know why Columbus is like picked to do a bunch of that crazy stuff, right? Because I live here? Not so fun <laughs> facts with Jeff. Uh, Columbus is insanely segregated along class and race lines. Yeah. So that's why they test things here is to see what kind of markets they do well in. Mm-hmm. That makes sense as to why there's even more specifically testing in my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Speaking of test... Speaking, oh, yeah. speaking of test restaurants... No, Mansfield is, like, maybe the only place in Ohio worse than Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Racial like, and class Where are we going to test things at Wendy's? Here's the exit to go to. <laughs> Five minutes from Wesley's parents. <laughs> I love that exit. That's my... If I'm on a, a, my way to northern Ohio, I'm like, oh, I forgot to eat. 
Better stop with me. Those are the testing grounds. So I can get the new bacon chicken hot dog burger from Wendy's. Wendy's proving grounds. (laughs) Two burgers enter, one burger leaves. None of them leave. No. Well, eventually. And it's immediately afterwards. Ethan just busts into a Wendy's. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Just locks the 90s security door. <laughs> Doors locked from the outside, jerk. <laughs> the Wendy's employees turn to their supervisors. We're not getting off early, are we? <laughs> we're police. Police. We're not trained for this. No, Christopher, you're not. <laughs> you're in for a long evening. It's just Rob Schneider. We can't handle this kind of this kind of criminal committing food crimes. <laughs> He's about to commit a murder-death kill all over our Baja chips. <laughs> murder-death kill. Oh, no. Uh, I love that they had to do the police Google of what that police code was because they hadn't seen it in 16 oh, what's years. What's a code 187? Murder-death kill. How did, how did everyone kill? forget in that short time period? Well, Sandy B, knows, Sandy B knows the specs on a 1977 Oldsmobile, but she doesn't have the police the, codes memorized. She should know for her job. She is a detective. They're looking up like, what is a 420? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) My parents at me in high school. (laughs) What is a 420? (laughs) And then the second message is just a Ziploc bag of oregano. (laughs) (laughs) What does my son's gamer tag mean? 420, 69, 360, no (laughs) I have over five million hits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, well, that's another rare we could go. Subject change. <laughs> let's not tell. Let's not ask my parents what to Google. <laughs> but the police scanner was like the most inefficient piece of technology so ever. What where, it was, Clippy? Yeah, <laughs> Clippy for police. Especially the police going like, "Hey, Clippy, where's this car right now?" Where is this car right? It's like a mixture between Clippy and Siri. Looking yeah. up yes. where this car is for you. It is in Santa Monica. <laughs> like, cool. Let me read this very slowly <laughs> to you <laughs> while it comes across <laughs> the screen faster than I can speak. And there's like one computer for the entire <laughs> San Angeles Police but Department. 700 displays. Someone's like, get off the phone, we need to Google something. <laughs> Rob, Rob Schneider. Hey, hang up the phone. We're on dial-up, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any more of those promotional AOL bits? <laughs> oh, here, I'm using one as a coaster. Oh, my God. You need to install the new AOL. Like, it's not coming in the mail again. <laughs> I need 60 more hours. It'll come with the Oriental trading catalog. That's what the police internet feels like in 2032. <laughs> God. It's just like, we're going to slow this down so everybody really understands what we're up against. Oh, man. They can't exactly they, what's happening. They can't go full bore with all aspects of the technology. No. Yeah. So, really, it's the realistic ones that they had to uh, throttle back. Whereas <laughs> laser guns all the way to 11 and snap the knob off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
laser. I didn't really see any lasers on those laser guns. They had the guns later. from the nineties when the very first scene when they had the what did you call them? Oh yeah, <laughs> they're shooting up in the helicopter. They're like really slow red lines, and I'm like, this looks like I'm playing a bullet hell game right <laughs> yes. now, where you're like a plane dodging, <laughs> like missile command. Yeah, like the missile command bullets going. I was like, up those there. looked more like lasers than the laser guns. Well, I mean, he has like at the. Like, during the last climactic fight scene where he, like, snaps off that, like, plasma laser to, like, cut cut them out of their cryo-freeze, he, like, busts it against the wall because he's frustrated with it, and it turns into a proton pack. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Whoa. fixed technology in 93, which just smacked it, and then it worked again. Blow on it. Like, one of those has to work. In a bind, when you're in a fight, smack things because you don't really have time to, like, blow on the cartridge. (laughs) See if it's going to be okay. Technology's like horses. (laughs) Yep, just blow on them. (laughs) (laughs) what horses are you visiting Uh, I just rode a horse recently and I did not have that experience at all you weren't doing it right (laughs) you call that riding a horse (laughs) oh my god oh my goodness so the big final showdown between Snipes and Stallone is in the is on Jeffrey Dahmer's body that's where we were yeah so they, what? They battle it out and then they duke it out. Uh, good guy wins, and some then good cool lines they said at each other. Yeah, yeah. there was so many like referencing things that specifically happened in like 1992 and 1993. <laughs> like, or in one case, the Jetsons from like the 60s. Right? <laughs> like, who's dropping it? Says Brady like, Bunch. Sprocket like, references. <laughs> This is a movie I would have written in high school because my style of humor has always been I'm going to reference 100 things and see what sticks if you couldn't tell. Do you think a high schooler wrote this? You know, I would imagine it started in a junior year English class. The main guy who wrote this did write Heathers and isn't that like a high school movie? That's a high school Uh, movie and people... Kill each other. Isn't that a Christian Slater vehicle? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I've never actually seen it. Um, I've never seen it either. Have you seen it? Yes. We should watch it. I've only ever heard it's it's very very good or very bad. (laughs) Yeah. Those are the only two things I've ever heard about it. What kind of violent? Like serial killing or just punchy, punch, punch? Uh, More punchy, stabby. Punchity, punch, punch. Punch, 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 Demolition Man high five. It's oh, where right. you hover three inches away from each other's hands and then circle and then slowly. You, and then you just uh, buff the fence or whatever. Yeah. Buff the car yeah. from Redicus. Just wax on. Okay, by the way, can we talk about the sex scene? In yes! Ironically, yeah. my mom's favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no actual movie, sex. And she thinks that's hilarious. It's so weird. It's so, fu- so strange. Yeah, so yeah, before, they have sex... By, I don't know, attaching these Oculus Rifts, like, harnesses to their heads. But there's no screen. There's no visor. It's like a backwards... It's like a neural interface. Yeah. And Sandy B's just, like, moaning and groaning and having the time of her life. And and Sly's having, like, flashbacks to his wife in some sort of discotheque or something. There's an epileptic warning in that that part of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's definitely Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of weird connection to her, but not... 
Oh, he was there. It was just like connecting to erogenous zones of their brains, so they were getting all like the happy good time feelings without actually touching each other. The erogenous zones were all just like the bottom half of her face, (laughs) (laughs) and then like a little like knee (laughs) action. I was like, wait, what? Sandra knows what she likes. And when I was watching this, I was just like, I don't want to kink shame, but <laughs> this is lifted straight up out of the Coneheads. <laughs> there is half the Coneheads, half uh, when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I never thought I'd think of those two movies in great. comparison. Um, Welcome to Sucks to Suck, an expert's guide to failing forward. <laughs> Now they're always going to be together in my head. So I'm like, you know. <laughs> Benjamin, Benjamin Brad just leans through the doorway in that scene. I'll have a treat having. <laughs> yeah, so that was like one of the most interesting sex scenes I've ever witnessed. Was like, and it takes place in like the weird like lounge pit. room. Yeah. yeah, those cool from like the 60s. Slash. Like, Asian influenced because yes. they all had yeah. slidey doors. The little dip yeah. down. I've always wanted one They're of those cool. guys since I was a have kid. You, have you ever seen like the movies that the Beatles did? Mm-hmm. Like Hard Day's yeah. Night and stuff like that, and where they all they all lived together in this one house, and they all had beds next to each other, and all their beds were like that. They were like lowered into the ground, and they had their bits and baubles. And I'm like, oh, this is nuts. <laughs> Hard Day's Night is such a good movie. It's absolutely perfect. I love like Paul's grandpa for the whole movie because he's just like this weird old dude, and every time he comes and does something, like he's very clean. It doesn't make any sense, but I love it. I think so fresh and so clean. That's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're all kind of the same. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, they're all the same. Because they're perfect in every single way. No one can tell me different. Practically perfect. We watched one of those in our world in my world history AP class in high school. We watched one of them. Interesting. To like understand like the the British invasion, like whole pop culture phenomena. (laughs) World history. Yeah. That's cool. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. Anything else about that sex scene? Well, we discovered that kissing is illegal. Mm -hmm. Fluid exchange is illegal. Fluid exchange. Oh, what did he call sex in this? (laughs) Oh, 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 no. Like, oh, <laughs> Starts it by calling it boning. Like, you know, boning the hunkamunka. Aggressively <laughs> more terrible. And then just like the big, I'm just saying, you're like the big nasty. Yeah, that. <laughs> the big short. <laughs> that was a good movie. <laughs> Different than this. Hunkamunka. <laughs> the hunkamunka. Like, no. No, it's not. Hunka chunka. Hunka chunka. Oh, that's even worse. Hunka chunka? There's a 12-second YouTube video called Demolition Man Hunka chunka. No. (laughs) I, like, the Guardian Angels on the internet that just put up 10-second clips of the things I want to see. The one I've been referencing a lot lately is from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. The very beginning takes place at the very end of the last Castlevania scene. It's just very poorly voice acted, and it's like in 16. It's in. <laughs> you didn't see anything, uh, yeah. Um, it's in like 16 bit, and it takes place at the end of uh, the last Castlevania game, and it's really poorly voice acted. And like, it starts with Simon Belmont be like, Dracula, blah, blah, blah. And this video picks up with, like, Dracula sitting on his throne with a wine goblet. And he just goes, What is a man? (laughs) (laughs) That's how much 
Matilda feels whenever men come to my apartment. Matilda <laughs> just sneezes and stares at me. She's more allergic to you than you are of her. That's you haven't sneezed once, Jeff. I haven't. But the cat sneezed. <laughs> what is a man? No, it's great because that's like the sound it makes because he throws his wine goblet and it just like makes this so he goes, what is a man? And it sounded, <laughs> but a miserable pile of secrets. Oh. But enough talk. Have at you. And then a large pillar of light appears around him and you start fighting Dracula. <laughs> oh, no. I've just been referencing what is a man, but a miserable pile of secrets a lot lately. Oh no. My favorite internet angels are the ones who uh, make like, um, three hour long videos of whatever media it is but every time they say this word it speeds oh. up two times like yeah. B movies so. every time it says B it gets faster yeah. <laughs> so oh there's... my god I didn't know that this was a thing but oh. there, there's, there's, there's a like thing. the B movie but every time they say B the movie starts over <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I think there's one that's, that's like really 20 weird. hours long that's B movie but every time they say B it gets slower yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things. You like jazz? One of my favorite things that came from the internet that actually I found via Jeff via Twitter was the Epic Sax Man, but the Air Horn Edition. (laughs) And I play that for every new friend I make. I'm like, have you seen this? And it's my like, can we be friends, Ted? Like, if they think this is funny, we're in. You just have to stare deep in the long, long soap lies. Ten hours, like. God bless your illusion. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, this is my favorite thing. <laughs> this is who I am now, Mom. <laughs> this is me now. This is how I identify. Mary <laughs> kill and it means. Mary Airhorn Epic Sax. Horn of Gondor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Horn of Gondor. <laughs> the top ten, top ten air horns in films video. <laughs> the Horn of Gondor. We tried to find the air, the that we tried to find the Horn of Gondor for a D and D campaign we were playing, and we found a video called Top Ten Horns in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need it so much. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. So yeah. So hunka chunka. Hunka chunka. When I hear that phrase, the visual I get is the bag of fat from Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Hunka Chunka! Oh! I'm like, oh I gosh. think of, like, this substance. And I'm like, I don't oh. want that oh. food exchange. This <laughs> <laughs> food exchange is illegal. No, 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 no. no. Illegal. Delete. Do totally not illegal. <laughs> I just see Brad Pitt coming uh. out of the dumpster like, Hunka Chunka! I'm like, uh-uh. Basketball when he's like trying to psych this guy out, he's just like, Hey, look, a bag of Marlon Brando's bag, and then he just like Capri Sun style sticks a straw on it. Like, oh, it's salty. No, no. <laughs> oh, god, so <laughs> demolition man, how does oh, it end? Well, the Sting it? original song is how it <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> So Sylvester Stallone finally at the last second freezes everything in the room except for himself, but he freezes Wesley Snipes and then kicks his head off <laughs> and his head shatters and then they like, I don't know, what? And they kiss his Sandra Bullock. Yeah. <sighs> oh yeah, and he also gives that weird like 
centrist thing where there's like the police on one side and then the oh, yeah. scraps on oh, the other. Yeah. It's like, you guys need to dirty up a bit and you guys need to clean up a lot uh, because clearly everyone is at fault here and there's no like real thing going on. Yeah. There's no such thing as class warfare. <laughs> I'm slashed alone. You betrayed the law. <laughs> Are you a Homestar Runner character right now? <laughs> I was like, I don't know which one it is, but I know it's Homestar Runner character. Slice the one that's uh, Strong Man's uh, Sylvester. Oh, it's just Team Girl Squad's narrator. (laughs) Slowed down a lot. Slowed! It's Team Girl Squad, but every time they turn something into a verb, it gets slowed down. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Um, And then the movie ends, and then Sting sings Demolition (laughs) to us. Which is just, I'm going to say it's worse than the storybook story song. Yeah, I like the storybook story much better. Let's pull this up. I, think, oh I even God. like it better than the Lethal Weapon theme song at the end of the first movie. Man, I had such a thing for Mel Gibson once upon a time. I have a hard time watching his movies now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mel, why'd you do all, all the things he did? Oh, that's right, alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that old thing. Oh. Grace Jones has a song called Demolition Man. <laughs> is it Wrecking Ball? Is that on the soundtrack? <laughs> Do you think they're going to remake Demolition Man? Like they've been remaking all the 90s action movies? Like we've got a new Total Recall. We we've got a new it. Robocop. There's, there's Total Recall was a new... Um, terrible. What was... Never mind. That might be the same thing. I think there's going to be a new Running Man. We already have the new Running Man dance, yeah. so why not a new Running <laughs> Man movie? <laughs> Running Man takes place this year, doesn't it? I think so. Yeah, twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Wasn't that you pointed out? Like this is like a <laughs> episode of Black Mirror. I was like, this is a terrible episode of Black Mirror. I love Black Mirror, and it was. I occurred to me when they were they were doing something with a computer. Oh, when he, like someone accidentally called the wrong number to his apartment. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. when they were boobs for no reason. <laughs> and I was just like, this is. A bad episode of Black Mirror is what this movie the is. Put disc in and watch the oh, yes. footage. <laughs> it is PSP UMD. For some reason in the future, everything's on UMD. Yeah. See, I just saw that disc as the Xenon. Her earrings. From oh, the yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, here, I've been carrying it this whole time. I just thought it was a throwback to Donut Day. <laughs> That's what I witnessed. So, I really love the art for the song Sting, Demolition Man by Sting. Because it's the cover of the movie where Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone are staring at each other, but Sting is in the middle but, of it, oh staring no. at you to the viewer. Oh no! And Sting just Sting's just like, now kiss. <laughs> He's like now ghosted kiss. in like a force ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi, the Obi Wan Kenobi of tantric sex, just in the background. <laughs> We'll link to that on the website <laughs> because it's gonna be real, real good. <laughs> Very industrial. This makes for good podcasting quality, huh? Come out of yeah. phone speaker. Oh, don't worry. We've do done that a couple of times now. <laughs> it's just super industrial sounding. We're real good at pulling up YouTube yeah. videos and just holding them close to the I'm not interested time. in that. I'm interested in Grace Jones. <laughs> oh, there's an ad. <laughs> oh, but it's got quest love, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> oh, well, okay, we'll take it. So any... Um, Wait, were we doing something? Huh? We're, we're, a, we're There's a microphone. Right 
You're on a yep. podcast. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> we're just going to sit down and watch YouTube videos for a while. <laughs> YouTube next rabbit hole. Three hours of this is us falling down. like, oh man, I can't wait for this video to be over so I can show one. <laughs> <laughs> that joke brought to you by XKCD because I am unoriginal. Um, that was good. <laughs> that was a good joke. Thanks for quoting that. <laughs> I've got one. Stand back. I'm going to try science. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm just going to quote Jim Gaffigan somewhere in here because I like to say his jokes and then people are like, you're funny. And I'm like, how do you not know I was talking about Jim Gaffigan? I was like, how do you? No, we're not friends. (laughs) That's the other friend test. It's Jim Gaffigan, I guess. Nice. I haven't listened to him in a while. We got to see him live. When he was in Columbus, and my laugh made it onto Netflix. <laughs> I was completely high on painkillers <laughs> because I had a cyst growing in my body, and I said, "I'm going to this show." <laughs> and I was very dehydrated, and we were in like third from the back row, so I was extremely dizzy. And I had a megaphone <laughs> in the palace theater, so it gets real quiet. It's like in, within the first twenty minutes, I listen at it playing in my house while I was cleaning. And he gets like the audience dies down, and you just hear like. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was me. I was like, I know my sickening. I'm high laugh. And it was just this like cackle, and I was like, oh, I did it. I'm on Netflix, you guys. <laughs> like, I was like, they gotta call mom. <laughs> mom. Distinctive laugh. That, that joke was Distinctive, very distant, like. I was like, oh, shoot, it's me. <laughs> I did it. So that's my uh, Netflix credit. <laughs> it's like, oh, so good. in front of somebody else's set. IMDb right there. Mm. Yeah, I know. I got a name on IMDb. Credit with his terrifying cackle. <laughs> terrifying cackle. Drug-induced cackle. <laughs> Drug-induced witch cackle. <laughs> it was real rough. The oh. Baba Duke. Duke Gavigan special of the Baba Duke. <laughs> Featuring Katie. <laughs> Just laughing at his jokes <laughs> just like hanging out on stage with them like dying <laughs> so everyone else I'm like if you didn't know it was funny just watch her she'll like long minutes tell you where the punchline <laughs> live laughter <laughs> it's just some me. canned laughter right there That's it's stuff. just me it can't be canned uh, so you guys I cannot any... be contained <laughs> are there any closing feelings about Demolition Man not um... feelings What's your gut response to this movie? Makes me want to watch Blade. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see Blade v. Simon Phoenix. That would be so good. Well, okay, but here. Is Simon Phoenix a vampire? I mean, I think that's the only way you're going to get them to fight, though. Okay, yeah. It's going to be like a... Ooh, no, this is not the right crowd for that reference. Never mind. You just witnessed the first time in history Jeff has stopped himself from making a goof. himself and was like, wait! I was going to say JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, <laughs> but I actually really hate JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I don't want to explain it. <laughs> I will Google it later. <laughs> you know what? Good. Godspeed. Godspeed. Me. Okay. Would Vampire Simon Phoenix require Jess Blade or Blade Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel? Well, they're dead, right? Jessica Biel's definitely dead. Because she, like, puts in the, like... Uh, the earbuds. The, like, rave music while she's fighting <laughs> vampires for some reason. Yeah. I've never actually seen Trinity, so oh, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds makes it out. Oh, buddy. 
so after they fight uh, Thanos, what happens next is Simon Phoenix puts on the stone mask from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and turns into a vampire, and they have to bring Blade into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, no, even better, he puts on the mask from the mask. <laughs> and also the stone mask. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, I want to die. That's so terrible. <laughs> Sometimes we make references that are, like, I want to say too powerful, but just too stupid. <laughs> like, this, this one's too stupid. This one's too stupid, stupid to live. We have to take it out to the woods and leave it. I know. <laughs> like so a deformed Spartan baby. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel so about it. just drop it on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can't will... this on Sucks to Suck. It's gotta go on viewing party. I'm gonna scatter this goof on the rocks that is viewing party. <laughs> <laughs> See if we ever have you guys back. <laughs> we will. I will not raise this in my gladiatorial arena. <laughs> you cannot hold a shield in the phalanx formation. <laughs> Son of the mask and also JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and also the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I oh, ran out of breath. That's how she did <laughs> That's a deep cut off a deep cut. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, at the very least, whenever we start recording Sucks to Suck again, you guys will be on that and we'll have yeah. a really great time. <laughs> There will be a lot of shouting and probably peaking out the levels, as I imagine you've done. Oh, girl, they they peaked real hard earlier. (laughs) Yeah, when the cats move. And you may have fallen off your chair, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm going to think about that sneeze on my deathbed. It's going to be the only thing that brings me joy. (laughs) Rosebud was the... Oh, wait, the sneeze. Never mind. (laughs) It was the cat's Just on a deathbed. What is a man... (laughs) Set a miserable pile of secrets. Cat sneeze. Oh man, I want to be a foley artist so bad and bring your cat in. <laughs> just follow her around. I'll just bring my cats in for the like and let them wander bottom. around. We're gonna get something good eventually. <laughs> uh so uh how many Channing Tatums oh, would you no. give this movie? I knew this question was coming. <laughs> It's the most ridiculous question we ask. We don't really know what it means. How many handsome, muscle-bound hunks are there in here? There's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. There is... Oh, wait! Wesley Snipes. Uh-huh. The sleeveless kimono. <laughs> That's what we were trying to get and we never got there. Oh, my God. There's a sleeveless kimono that Sylvester Stallone wears, and it's great, and I, it's the only thing in this movie that I really want to bite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a monkey's paw wish where it's, like, I wish I had that kimono, but then the curse is I can only ever refer to sex as the hunk of chocolate, <laughs> which is going to be problematic when I'm a sex educator. <laughs> a hunk of chocolate educator. Yeah, a hunk of chocolate <laughs> lecturer. You could just like have it written on a whiteboard behind you and point to it whenever you need to. No, it's like liar liar where when I try to write sex. It's, it's hunk of chocolate. I have that exact thought. I'm like, no, it's like liar liar. <laughs> <laughs> and I just come out and a hunk of chunk is written all over my face. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to die. Oh, Jeff, I like you to like really stop creating these terrible little futures <laughs> in your brain. The crisis on infinite earths of Jeff's <laughs> life. Really and there's fat Perry Elwes over there. 
It's just, I need to stop, like, the secret is, like, visualize it and you'll get it. My problem is I need to stop visualizing things that should not exist. <laughs> You're secreting in the wrong direction. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. The Ur secret. <laughs> you did a bad. I did a bad. Um, okay, so how many chunks were... <laughs> <laughs> how many hunk of chunkas? How many chunks can a hunk of chunk? Chunk. a hunk of chunk a hunk. <laughs> If it's in these hunks, it's a lot. <laughs> this is going to go down in history. It's my favorite episode. <laughs> I think we say that every time. Yeah. No, That's but next sign. year for the podcast festival, I'm going to submit this episode. <laughs> this is our best work. For your consideration. It was mostly the other two guys. That's how we're both going to submit like, We'll both submit this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's just the sizzle reel. Here, Jeff says... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we, still, are we still counting hunks? Or <laughs> Is Dennis Leary counted? I thought he was looking good. I thought he was looking good. He was looking good. Ninety six Dennis Leary. Yeah, looking he wasn't good. like muscle bound hunk, but he was looking good. Yeah, he was looking Jack good. Black was in there somewhere, but he I literally cute. never saw him. Counts. He looked kind of cute. Okay. He was cute. Um, he was. What's he the was dude's chunky? name? Brett. <laughs> Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. Benjamin Bratt. Pre-Miss Congeniality uh, collab. Oh, I always yeah. get him mixed up with John Leguizamo. I do not know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Johnny Legs though. and Benjamin Bratt are two different schools of wizardry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I get them mixed up. He doesn't either. <laughs> <laughs> One was Luigi. <laughs> God. Okay, so... How were we? How many four? Channings out of Tatum? What's our what's our metric? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How many Channings Tatum's would you give this film? Really Let's see. Okay, here's Jeff. What's your? I'm holding up four fingers right now. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Six and a half Channings. Which half? <laughs> vertical or horizontal? Well, yeah, we have this discussion too. I'm gonna give it uh, the upper half of Channing Tatum because of the sleeveless kimono. Because <laughs> only that part can work. The half is just off. his beefy arms and legs. He might be the only person who could pull off the kimono. <laughs> oh my god. I want that, like, Esquire shoot. Uh, no. The bifurcated Channing Tatum Esquire shoot. <laughs> Playing his demolition. Marriage. I meant to say Vanity Fair, but I chose a different magazine because I couldn't think it's of it. Channing Tatum and Idris Elba <laughs> recreating Demolition Man. I would watch that though. Oh my gosh! Okay, so if we recast the remake. It's gonna be those. Two. I would flip those. I would have Channing Tatum as John Spartan. Yes. That's true. No, no, can, I would have. I would a lot crazier as Idris it. Elba as John Spartan and Channing Tatum. Yes. As, yeah. as, uh, Who would the girl Phoenix McGillicuddy or whatever his name is. It's going to be Emma Stone because everybody just puts her in everything. No. Her or Emma Watson because that's just what they do. No, do a dude and I want it to be, I want it to be full on like... John Leguizamo. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, Donald Glover. Donald yes. Glover. Yes. Sandra forever. <laughs> Donald forever. Everything. Always. Also, we didn't talk about how Simon Phoenix is like directly inspired by Jack Nicholson's Joker <laughs> in Batman. Mm-hmm. Like dressed all... like Lena Dunham from the <laughs> 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 Slash a minion. They go, yeah. Slash a minion. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when Captain America steals his old uniform from the museum. It's just, <laughs> it's yep. just Wesley Snipes goes to the HBO museum <laughs> and steals Lena Dunham's outfit off the Lena Dunham statue. <laughs> and puts 
would have made no sense as he went to the museum where there were costumes. There was even like right. bulletproof Like multiple costumes. <laughs> like not costumes, uniforms. Anything. He was like, he no, he's taken overalls. A uniform. These overalls are He could have taken Pee Wee's suit, which would have been a the talking couches. It's <laughs> so a Planet Hollywood Couchy. slash Natural History Museum. <laughs> I will say that if it is recast the way that you described, I'm pretty sure Channing Tatum had Phoenix's haircut in Jupiter Ascendant. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it was That's very true. It's just so, missing the rocket boots. Yeah. Channing Tatum as Simon Phoenix. Yes. Idris Elba as John uh, Spartan. John Spartan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Donald Glover as... Huxley, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Bonfire is the the song that goes over the credits too. Hell yeah! yeah. Done. We're good. Oh We're golden. I'm gonna but, listen to it on the way home though, because yeah. I don't listen to it already when I'm stuck in traffic. I like find myself constantly pulling an office space where I'm like, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm gonna listen to rap music. <laughs> And I like why? 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 Gambino is the pull that you get. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's not even anything like particularly angry or no. Hard. It's just like just. Just childish Gambino all of the time. <laughs> also, when they're talking about like how hyper violent the '90s were, they pull out the Red Hot Chili Peppers and not like Tupac and Biggie or like no. N.W.A. <laughs> they weren't like Eminem was really going through a lot in that time. Yeah. Well, he was more like the 2000s, right? He was like started, but he—I don't think he was like in '93. So. When was the Mom Spaghetti yeah, thing? Oh, that's definitely like every day. Okay, <laughs> all day for me. <laughs> The live spaghetti mentality. <laughs> I, just, I just tweeted the other day that, like, my I told someone, I was like, my I'm in love or have a crush feeling is really just Eminem with stage fright. <laughs> Where I'm like, my knee's weak, my palms are sweaty, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> like, that's just what it's like There's for sweater me. on my spaghetti already. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Spaghetti on my spaghetti already. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And uh, how many Channings out of Tatum do you give it? Huh? Wesley. Hmm. I'd say like four. Oh, is this out of like ten? This is rare that you rate something lower than I do. (laughs) And you own this movie. I I do like this movie, but to compare it to Channing Tatum movies, it's a whole other thing. It's a totally different thing. Uh, See, I don't particularly care about Channing Tatum movies. (laughs) Oh well, you haven't listened to enough episodes of our podcast. Oh no, I know what it's about. (laughs) My favorite Channing Tatum performance is when he gets his head exploded in Hateful Eight. Yes, Um, that's great. That makes perfect sense. Okay, I give it uh, four frozen Wesley Snipes heads out of five. Cool. That's a good one. I, I Well, Channing Tatum is cradling the frozen Wesley Snipes head. Speak to me, sir. You're going to pull through? It's completely separate. We'll go to the bowling alley on the pier that we loved. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Big Lebowski where he's dumping out the yeah. ashes and it just pulls uh. back on him. What are you, Jeff? Uh, I give it three out of pie kimonos. <laughs> Done. Perfect. <laughs> Repeating. Repeating. <laughs> Which makes sense. Well, no. I give it pie out of four kimonos. There you go. Nice. Because the last one is sleep. <laughs> 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 it's exactly 3.1415927 kimonos. Perfect. Okay, so if, our, if any listeners want to find you guys, how are they going to find you on the internet? So, here's the thing. <laughs> we have a podcast called Sucks to Suck. It's on Stitcher right now. We've been trying to get it on iTunes for a while, but coming up against, like, weird 
electronic things where I just, I cannot figure it out, and I got mad and stopped, and we both had a lot, well, Ethan mostly has had a lot of life kicking him while he's down lately. Yeah, but we'll get, we'll get back on the, the binary horse, the ones and zeros. <laughs> uh, we have three episodes up. Uh, my personal favorite is the third one where we interview our friend Steph Bass, mm-hmm. and we end up talking about the election and being incredibly sad for the first part of it. Yeah. We have... I have two new episodes edited, and they are our 2016 New Year respective episodes, <laughs> and I can't wait to oh, put those no. up in, like, August or whenever we get <laughs> iTunes figured out. Wesley can help you today, probably. Uh, that would be so good. Yeah. I have to, like, grab my laptop, because that's where all my Well, we're, uh, what, what are we, uh, we're SucksCast. Yeah, at SucksCast on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at JK Terezas. And I'm uh, at Ethan Scheibner. Yeah. Um, cool. That's pretty much it. Cool. Mm-hmm. If you uh, found any of this remotely tantalizing, you can find <laughs> us at Viewing Party Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us. Nobody's ever emailed us. Yeah, it's. Funny. I emailed you once. Yes. A, a test. <laughs> I'm like testing the email. one email. It's us emailing ourselves. <laughs> it's just us like emailing ourselves. Um, that's viewingpartypod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you so much this for having us. Yeah, this was super, so super rad. I, I mean, really like this it. is kind of a cross cast that's been like in the making for a while because we A, talked about it for a while. B, Wesley did our art for us. For <laughs> So awesome. I'm we'll, so mad okay. that I can't put it out in the world. We'll see the new Sucks to Suck art post haste. <laughs> I did. I think I put it up on our Twitter account. I've seen it I, somewhere. I saw it. Yeah. It's your Twitter icon. Yeah. Cool. Well, you've already seen it. Well, yeah, you can find that there. And um, then we'll have you guys on there and we'll talk about failure and misery and probably <laughs> scream and laugh a lot and peek out the volumes again. Perfect. <laughs> That's what Sounds we, great. I'll yeah. bring my cat who is cuddly and not hissy. <laughs> That's okay. We have one where we'll record. Yeah. So. yeah Basically, we, we require pets. <laughs> we require a pet. <laughs> Um, it's like babes to know where like literally three times an episode the dogs just start barking at <laughs> you require part a uh, pet and a poop joke mm-hmm. <laughs> pig and a poke <laughs> oh my god well join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something totally different yeah this has been viewing party Yay. bye <laughs> get out hunk a chunk how why are you still <laughs> sitting here <laughs> Alright, so we hunk a chunk in it or not? (laughs) We chunk in this hunk. Let's do it. (laughs) I got the kimono. I didn't come here for a podcast.